Hello, everyone. This is Tommy at World at War Comics. Thanks for joining us today. We have another amazing guest for you. Actually, two folks um, today. Um, but before we get into that, hit that subscribe button. Hit that ring bell. That way you know when all of our interviews are dropping. Um, also, I want you to know that our podcast has an amazing couple um, folks that really help support the channel. The first one is cnchilies.com. Go to cnchilies.com for all your hot sauce needs. I go through the stuff like crazy. Um, big fan of their hot sauces. You need to check them out. Also, when you go to cnchilies.com and you go to checkout, um, if you put comics in checkout, you will save 15%. It's C-I-E-N-C-H-I-L-E-S.com. It's also brought to you by Comic Crusaders, the best in comic book reviews, movie reviews, music reviews. And they also have a huge lineup of incredible interviews for you to engage with. Um, so check them out, ComicCrusaders.com. Also follow them on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, X, they are everywhere, and uh, you will get a lot of amazing information by following them. All right, without further ado, we have two amazing guests today. They've worked together before on a comic book called Sassone. Lee Newman, writer, creator extraordinaire. Shiro, also writer, creator, but amazing artist. They have come together again for a new comic called The Barbarian Queen. It is Caribdis. And uh, right now they have a Kickstarter. I'm looking at it right now. They have 19 days to go and they could use your support. Go to Kickstarter, just type in Barbarian Queen and you will see it right there. It is called Caribdis. And uh, man, it looks incredible. The art looks insane. And uh, just wait, you're going to hear our conversation. And by the end of this, I think you'll be sold too. Um, I'm excited for it. I hope you will be at the end of this interview. All right, without further ado, here is Shiro and Lee and I, and here we go. Thanks, everybody. Well, hello, everyone. Today, I got a special show. Today, we have Shiro, we have Lee, and we're going to talk about a new project that they've been working on that I think is going to be absolutely amazing the world building, the character development, all of it is coming together so amazing and I can't wait for them to share it to you. They also have a Kickstarter going on right now that we need your support on to ensure that this comes to fruition. But Shiro Lee, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How are you both doing? Doing fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah, doing good. good. Living that, that stressful Kickstarter life. It's like the most stressful... Like, I don't know, something about Kickstarter is it rewarding at some times, it's stressful at other times, you're looking at it constantly. I don't know how I feel about the process. It's a necessary evil. How's everything going with it? Um, I mean, pretty good. I, I yeah. feel like there's a lot of hype behind the book. Um, yeah. I, I think the book's really strong. We're just kind of trying to find the people, get it out there to the people. So I think yeah. that we've got a really good concept. Everyone I've talked to about it has said they they think it sounds great, think it sounds more enjoyable. Uh, we're drawing from a lot of things that everyone loves, you know, I mean, people love, you know, setting more in cartoons, people yeah. love the idea of, you know, bite sized stories that you don't necessarily have to sit down and dedicate a whole, you know, 30, 40 minutes to or whatever. Yeah. So that's kind of what I'm selling is just like fast, fun stories. Every issue comes with uh, in broken into episodes, kind of like a cartoon would. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what we're aiming for. And we're also trying to shoot for a, a low price point yeah. because a lot of the books, uh, it's just the necessary evil that yeah. it, comics are expensive to produce. So we're trying to come in what would be underneath uh, a, the usual uh, indie price point. 
So that also does make it a little more stressful though, because we need more people to turn up because yeah. if we're, if we're not getting more money out of, out of you guys, we need more people to show up so that we can give you the cheaper books. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I, I just from what has been shared with me so far, um, this is coming together really nicely. And then she wrote just to talk about the art, right? I, I got some very, very early on renditions that I was sworn to secrecy. So I never told anybody, but I think it's okay to share now because those renditions are now colored and out in the public um, and on the Kickstarter. But uh, man, the characters look absolutely amazing. Shiro, how is the art coming along and how comfortable do you feel with what's been produced? Uh, well, the art is coming along really well. I'm having yeah. the time of my life drawing in this style. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if it's clear in the room. I'm mostly usually asked to do the really cutesy comedy <laughs> stuff. And after a while, I got it up to the natural color right here. There. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm very happy to be able to draw in this style. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. But I'm enjoying it a lot. That's good. That's good. And it might be... Correct me if I'm wrong, Shira, I certainly don't want to, to speak uh, um, on your behalf, but I would think if you've done it a one style of, uh, you know, art for a very long time, to have a change like this is probably a little refreshing too, to be challenged maybe in a different way. Do you feel pretty excited about that, I assume? Uh, I am. Yeah. Though in in the way I uh, I work, I actually do a lot of different styles for different comics. Oh, okay. I, like I have a superhero style. I yeah. have this watercolor style uh, and I can draw in just about any style you ask me for. Yeah. And you, a lot of people are like, well, did you ever draw in this style before? And I said, no, that never stopped me before. <laughs> <laughs> you figure it out, right? Oh, I'll figure it out. Just just yeah. give me a couple of references and uh, yeah. about a day and I'm good. <laughs> nice. Well, that's super exciting because the art does look fantastic. If you're not following um, Lee Newman or Shiro on X or Twitter, whatever they're calling it now, you should because there there have been some snippets of the book that have been released. Um, and obviously, um, when we're done with this interview, you'll be able to see all the links um, and on social media as we share it out. But go to the Kickstarter. You'll get, a, uh, I think, a really nice synopsis of the story. And you'll see a lot of other great uh, pieces of art that should get you as excited as I am for this. Um, so, I mean, what I would love to do, and Lee, I kind of heard the story of how this book came to life. And I thought it was such a neat story. Um, I would love for both of you to kind of share how this all came together because it was awesome. Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, well, basically, Shira and I have worked on on other projects together. Uh, Shira is responsible for the much beloved Akira cover of yes. Um So that was that was supposed to just be a promotional like mini print, but it was so <laughs> cool. It's so cool. <laughs> the little cover. So yeah. you know, put the money aside and just made it its own cover. Okay. Um, and Shiro is also responsible for the Amazing Spider-Man homage cover as well. Like Ooh. the the full collection here. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you showing Shiro off what I said earlier about working in different styles. I know. I know. I actually had a question. I have all your styles right here. <laughs> well, uh, we basically we'd worked on a couple different projects. Yeah. Um, and just been friends because of a mutual love of a lot of the stuff that inspired Charybdis. Sure. And one day I was just like, okay, you want to do like a little, a little hobby thing, like a little thing on the side, 
just so you and I can get our our pulpy Bernie Wrightson heavy metal <laughs> monster hack and slash sword and sorcery stuff out that we're not Barring doing comics. <laughs> so so that's that's how it started, and we kind of just started. Uh, I, I had an idea in my head, sort of of the idea of a barbarian queen who's mm-hmm. been knocked down past her prime, who, who um, you know, she's not really past her prime. She's still pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, comic book prime out of the 20s or whatever. Right. So who's basically kind of been been doing this adventure, trying to save her daughter from an evil wizard. And it just kind of clicked. And Shiro filled in the parts that I was missing. Yeah. And the more we talked about it, the more I just started writing down things and writing down things. Yeah. And I'd bounce stuff off of Shiro and Shiro would have great ideas, great things to add. I mean, we have, uh, I, I've said it before, there are literally total worlds that we have planned out, like whole sections of this map. <laughs> the world is called Maelstrom because it's Maelstrom. all in turmoil and crazy and stuff. <laughs> and we have all these different biomes. We have all these different, you know, it's deserts ice everything you can think of from a fantasy world and yeah. because it's it doesn't have to make sense you can have a desert Super and a Mario world levels yeah, yeah. <laughs> right now right next to each other um desert, <laughs> ice water yeah heights <laughs> <laughs> why not mushroom kingdom you know it's that that's in the stadium but uh we've got and and stuff planned that we haven't even released yet that we just you know we need to if we can just kind of get the hooks in and get the book rolling yeah we've I've got other characters planned like we have so that it's weird it's how much this just came together yeah. because it's like took all the stuff we liked and we're just like okay this 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 and this and just kind of this world just came together on its own almost just yeah. with us talking about the stuff that we thought was awesome. Yeah. Um, we've <laughs> said before in other interviews, it's we basically just went to the toy box and every story we just go this, this toy and this toy and just. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> and it's awesome. That is so cool. That is awesome. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, the the picture of the barbarian queen and what is that character's name that's always sitting next to her? Slink. Oh, Slink. Slink? Slink. He looks, in- oh, Slink. Yeah, he looks so awesome and a lot of fun. Where did that character come from? Um, I think we kind of decided that we needed someone. The original plan was kind of it just to be Charybdis. Yeah. But um, you know how I write. It's almost <laughs> impossible for me not to put some small amount of humor in. Yeah, and yeah. The, um, when we started- originally, excuse me, I'm just going to cut you off just three seconds. Originally, yeah. it was just Charybdis and the comic was supposed to be silent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> back to Are you. you. <laughs> laughing because of how difficult it would be for me to do anything silent. <laughs> me too, Lee. Me too. That would not work for me. <laughs> but, so then uh, yeah. this, this character Slink came out of that idea. Like, when did you decide that, okay, it's not going to be silent? Um, and, and is that when this character is developed or did it not become silent because of this character? Um, I think Slink has probably got something to do with it because uh, <laughs> Slink does kind of have the, fr- I think Slink might have the first uh, words in the comic and him yeah. just trying to draw attention just yeah. to self. But um, it, we kind of, it, it progressed from, okay, it's silent to, okay, well, we'll do like a narrative thing. Yeah. Kind of like how you have, you know, someone telling the story of Conan and like, you know, a couple of narrative things. Um, but then it just, it, she she needed someone to play off of, I think, to yeah. kind of keep things interesting. And so he put Slink in there, and there's no way he's keeping his mouth shut. From what you've seen, there's yeah. no way 
to be quiet. So um, he's sort of like keeps getting caught. Yeah. um, He's like the offset to her her seriousness because she's like so capable and so intelligent. It's like you know you you got like the Superman and then you've got like Plastic Man. That's kind of like. Well, I love that. And I, I think uh, from a storytelling perspective, um, I think that could be, uh, I think, very beneficial, right? To be able to have that serious warrior, Conan-like uh, um, female that is just kind of a badass. And then you have this character that's following around, like taking her possibly off track of where she knows she needs to go because she's constantly maybe trying to save this character or whatever trouble he's creating. I, I love that idea. And I think that could be a lot of fun. Am I close? (laughs) That's that's exactly, I've used, the the comparison I've started using is he's sort of like Abu in the Aladdin movies. (laughs) That's necessarily bad, but his fingers are sticky and he is the reason trouble happens sometimes. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, that's incredible, man. That's incredible. So as far as where the comic is at right now, obviously you have the Kickstarter how many pages like are you done and you're just waiting for the Kickstarter? Are you in the lettering stage? Are you are you able to kind of share where you are in that process? Well, um, do you want to go, Shiro, or do you want me to go? Well, I was just gonna say I'm I'm not very far because yeah. we're kind of we're we're kind of stuck waiting for the Kickstarter for that yeah, because yeah. I have to do other paid jobs. Sure. Yep. See, it's kind of touchy, touchy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly why Kickstarter is there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta feed well, the cartoonist if you want the cartoonist to draw. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, a lot of times, I like to have the comic done first. Yeah. But uh, because of the nature of this, and just because of the cost of producing, sure. you know, I, I, you know, I, I never asked anyone to like Shira said. Shira's got to do the paid jobs too. Yeah. So yeah. this is situations where. If, the, if we don't fund, the comic doesn't get made. All of this cool stuff we have planned just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't think I've done several Kickstarters. This, this is one of the first times that we've been like, okay, well, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. So that's why it's imperative we hit that that uh, that $2,300 goal. And I tried to set it very conservatively. Um, you know, it's, that's basically just feed the cartoonists and get the stuff printed. And that's, that's exactly. what that money is. My, I could just say, like, Shiro, this is my first time having the opportunity to meet you, which I'm very happy about. So I'm hoping this isn't the last time. But I have met Lee, and I am familiar with Lee's work, even some of his earlier work, which we've talked about on our last interview, Lee. Um, but uh, the quality of story that I know you're going to get, um, it's well worth whatever you're charging on Kickstarter. Because um, between both of you, I'm sure, but Lee, I know just from reading Sassone and some of your earlier works from a storytelling um, process, I really look up to you because you really do things right. And you're so good at drawing out all the different emotions that create a character. Um, so I'm super excited about it. And so if you're not familiar with Lee or Shiro from an art standpoint, which um, I am only familiar familiar with you, Shiro, is because of these um, and if the inside is going to look like anything like this, we know that the story, the art, everything is going to be super high quality. So if you're hearing this, um, trust me, um, I like to think I'm a little neutral. Maybe not. I'm a little biased because I do enjoy you a lot, Lee. But um, I, I would say jump on this because the story is going to be fantastic and the art's going to be incredible. So um, I agree with you. I mean, that's why Kickstarter is there is allow independent creators like yourself to be able to bring those stories forth. 
And uh, this is certainly worthy of that kind of support. And, you know, Kickstarter is kind of funny, right? Because I think sometimes people look at it as, uh, I hate to use the word handout, but it really isn't. It's just a way of purchasing that art that you're developing, right? And so I consider Kickstarter as my second LCS, right? I have my LCS where I pick up my comics that I'm going to pick up, my DC, my Marvel, my image. And then I will tell you, I'm on Kickstarter daily just looking at whatever is happening on there because there's so many different amazing creators doing things. And then I shop on there for all my indie stuff. And uh, so that's that's how you should be looking at Kickstarter. And then you should be looking at amazing creators and artists like these two individuals um, to be able to make those decisions. So hopefully we get some more people looking at that. We'll certainly share the heck out of this on social media to get the word out there. But I am really excited because I know it's gonna be high quality. I definitely want to take a second to give some credit here. Um, yeah. I, I do um, kind of, I'm sort of a lead writer, I guess, but yeah. not, I don't consider that. I've never written something so um, cooperatively. Yeah, that's awesome. Everything I do, it's like I have an idea and I bring that to Shiro and yeah. Shiro polishes it up and all, that's awesome. all of them always has an extra cool gag to put in there um, <laughs> this is this is the most cooperative book i've i've ever done which i think is one of the magical things about it yeah. is that i don't feel like it's not a situation where um i'm a writer that hired an artist right it's a situation where i went to my friend and i said hey yeah you like this stuff i like this stuff yeah we we can make something really new and different and cool and that's what this is. This is just, it's so organic and it's yeah. so fun to write together and to have someone, I mean, Shiro knows, I mean, I, I'm, I'm steeped in all of this stuff, all of this, yeah. you know, monster stuff and barbarian stuff and everything, but it's like every, every whole <laughs> gap in my knowledge, Shiro can feel filled to bursting. Yeah. So yeah. just a wealth. It especially since I don't have a lot of ex, uh, exposure to Canadian books and Shiro's yeah. in Canada. So when we first start, what was no, the name of the... not just Canada. I'm in Quebec. Oh, it's yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a very healthy, um, like, uh, indie creator yeah. uh, society, I would like to say. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm rural. That's my problem. Oh, I can't okay. really travel. So ev everything I know is from online. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we, awesome. we have we have a unique um, comic history, I would say. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love uh, Quebec. I've been there several times for work and one of the most beautiful places, I think, in uh, North America, for sure. Um, are, you, are you near uh, like Quebec City in the north? Or are you in the south near Montreal? No. No. <laughs> in a, you know literally in the middle peninsula? of nowhere. Like... There's Montreal, there's Quebec, and then there's that little bit of land. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of looks like a beluga because it's probably going to be on YouTube. <laughs> I'm at the tippy tip. I'm at I'm at the tippy tip of that. Wow, <laughs> you are out there. You are <laughs> out there. That's amazing. Well, I'm sure you have some pretty awesome experiences just living where you are that could be added to something like this too, from a comic book standpoint. I mean, how much winter do you get, Shiro? Uh, like too much. If months? you ask me. Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm right next to the sea, so uh, there's a th there's a lot of winter when winter arrives. Yeah. There's a lot well, of it. That's awesome. If you well, want I some, love I'm it. willing to give you some. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure you are. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm in California. <laughs> I mean, it gets down to 60 degrees. I have a beanie and a parka on, so um, you know we don't do very well in the cold here in Southern California. In fact, we get where I live. Um, 
I live in a city called Hemet. And, uh, you know, during the winter, we we probably have about 30% of our population from Canada come down, the, the snowbirds, and then they live here for five and a half months before they have to go back up. And uh, they make fun of us constantly um, during the winter because we're just earmuffs on and everything. And they're out in shorts and a t-shirt jogging. So it's pretty funny. Um, you could probably experience some of that too, Lee, being where you're at. You could probably handle the winter a lot better than Southern Californians, but we're pretty no, pathetic no. when it comes to the cold. I enjoy the cold, but not that kind of cold. Uh, but I, I, I love I'm pretty pathetic when it comes to the height, to the heat. So uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> probably the other way around, right? When it comes to hot. Yeah. Yeah, we get hot. I mean, we get all four seasons. And yeah. then when it's too hot, I'm, I'm just not stepping outside. I will cook, yeah. as you can yeah. see from my beautiful tan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, I, I'm glad that you said that, Lee, because I think that's really important to talk about that collaboration. And I think, and obviously me coming into this, not knowing Shiro, I my assumption was you were the writer, she was doing the art, but I'm glad that you uh, mentioned that the collaboration is there. And I think books are better when you have that kind of collaboration because as you know we're all fans too and you know when you're reading something and you have the writer and then you have the artist way over here and you you kind of feel that sense like maybe they were on the same page on a few mm -hmm. of these panels because you know again if you're working for the big two they probably work on so many different things there's not a lot of time to come together so that's not a shot at anybody but i just think you could tell when you're not uh, on the same page. So I'm glad that that kind of collaboration is going to be there because that'll just make the book even better, I think. I agree. The most succinct way that I can put it is I couldn't make this book without Shiro and I wouldn't make this book yeah, without yeah. Shiro. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Can you kind of talk about how you two became friends? Like how did that co connection start um, within the comic world? Uh, we met both working for another uh, smaller publisher. Oh, okay. And so we ended up uh, kind of just going through the, all the things that we liked. And I, I think I remember sending like, I was like, here's pictures of my creepy stuff from my room. And sure. <laughs> I got creepy stuff too. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. We just I like cartoons from the 80s. I'm also from the 80s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really Can how we I just become best friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. So like G.I. Joe, He-Man, all those different things that took place um, at that time is uh, that connecting factor then, huh? And it just blossomed into working together. So was the first time that you actually worked together, um, was it on the, the covers then? Was yeah, this I the think first so. time? That the first I time that so, yes. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's so cool. Very, very cool. So what has the experience been like? And, and as far as that process of writing and the art side, how often are you coming together to collaborate? Like, is it page by page or you work like once a week and then you're just doing the art side of it? Like, how does that collaboration work as you're working on this uh, particular title? Well, um, I guess it started not where... organized. <laughs> <laughs> not, it really, like, I kind of... When we, I got really excited about it and then just opened up a Word document and just like, everything I love. Yeah. And then so I made that publicly available for Shiro so Shiro yeah. could look through and added a few things. And um, it was kind of like me me bringing in stories. Shiro's got a really good way with language too. So yeah. I'd be like, this this name doesn't sound right. Shiro's the one who coined Charybdis. For oh, character. okay. That's nice. not me. That was Shiro. <laughs> I, I have no idea what to name this character. And Shiro came up with that. 
And I was like, wow. I have no idea what to name this place. And Shiro came up with the Maelstrom so thing. Cool. And yeah, there's there's a lot of kind yes. of mythology influences in it as well. So, but um, yeah, it's very collaborative. And it's uh, usually what happens is I'll write a script and then I'll send it off to um, Shiro to kind of like uh, parse and decide what what seems good, what what sounds good. Yeah, and I'm always open. Like it's it's almost like Shiro's like a, both a co-writer and a second and an, an editor. Yeah. So you know, if something seems like it does, it's not going to work, or something seems like it could could be better. I'm sure. always open to suggestions and stuff. And Shiro always has a good idea to make things just like a little bit better than it was when I come out with stuff. Love it. I love it. Shiro, you're going to add anything to that? Well, like I like I said, it's not that organized because when one of us has an idea, we yeah. tell the other one like right away. That's so cool. Yeah. Like I'm I'm eating I'm eating a meal, and then there's like. <laughs> And I got an idea and I'm like, oh my God, this idea is so good. What if we did this too? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> I love how spontaneous uh, that seems to, to be as well, which I think shows the excitement behind the story and uh, even that collaboration, the strengthening of that collaboration, which I think is really fun. And the, the beauty of the storytelling too, the format that we're using where it's like this episodic storytelling is, yeah. you, know, you know, you know, the method, you know, you know, like what the drive is, you know, why uh -huh. she's doing what she's doing and you know where she's going, but you've got this huge section in the middle where you can just yeah. be like, like a, like a cartoon, like a Saturday morning cartoon, you know, you know, we know we have to beat Skeletor, but this yeah. week we're going to do this and then we're going to do that next week and then we're going to do this. That's awesome. And <laughs> as long as that overarching narrative is there, you can yeah. tell whatever stories you want in between and go wherever yeah. you want to go. And that was always the idea was to um, tell the story in a way that if you just picked it up, the characters were relatable enough that you can go, OK, this is this person's deal. That's that person's deal. What's happening here? And then, oh, this is fun. And yeah. maybe go pick up an, old issue, an older issue or, you know, get a new issue when it's coming out. Because, um, I mean, I love good stories. I love big narratives. Yeah. But like uh I, huge events it's always tough to try and pick up every single issue and you're like did i miss this did i miss that so we try and tell our stories so that it's fun even if you picked it up for the first time and then you just know that you want to go back and get the other stuff yeah that's so cool and i, I think from a fan side it i know it sounds weird but it kind of relieves some of the pressure um, exactly also right i don't know if that makes sense but uh, sometimes when you have a, a comic and if you miss one and you go to the other, right. For me, I get a little stressed out and I got to search for that comic. And so I don't know, just to be able to kind of jump in wherever. And I can always go back to that one. Once I pick it up, I, I think that's pretty cool as well. Yeah. I love the idea of episodic storytelling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. And then can you kind of tell us where the name um, for the comic came from? Oh, that's you, Shiro. Yeah. So how did you, how did you come up with that name? And uh, is it just something you made up or does it have, like a, another meaning that you felt would go really perfect with the story that you were telling. Well, it's literally just like when I suggested the name, it's just because it was a very hard sounding name, Yeah. but it was assigned to a female character in Greek mythology. Oh, okay. And I knew from the concept that as of yet unnamed barbarian queen was uh, looking for her daughter. Yeah. And one of the stories of Charybdis and uh, Scylla, assuming I'm pronouncing that right, I'm pronouncing yeah. it right for the book. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're good. No one's going to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get any argument from me. I have no idea. You still don't know how to say Sasone right. So, I mean, yeah, we, no. 
<laughs> and one of the stories of the Greek myth was that originally the monsters, Charybdis and Scylla, uh -huh. were mother and daughter. Yeah. So that's where I got the idea. Ah, okay. Very cool. And they live in a, uh, well, I'd like to say water hole just to make it uh, simple. Uh -huh. the, whole, the hole, the cyclone itself is called Maelstrom. So ah. there you go. That's how I got them all together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of Greek mythology that you brought into this comic book as far as some of the naming. Did you use that concept for throughout the comic for any other cities and stuff like that? Uh, I feel uh, like there's a couple places that um, yeah, there's a couple places I have written down that are kind of influenced by other things. Yeah. But um, like Shira said, like the we're not necessarily drawing from the actual story of Sil and Cribblet, excuse me, right, Sil and yeah. But <laughs> the the theming is there, like yeah. the um the narrative, the ideas there, like they're they're very tightly wound. The idea of the whirlpool and maelstrom, like that's baked into the storytelling. But we're not yeah. telling that story, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They just happened. Characters yeah. just happens to have that name. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's not going to turn into a monster at the end. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, I enjoy that kind of stuff. And I love the history of how, like, certain things are named the way they are. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, as far as the story goes, like, obviously, we're working on the first issue. Um, and, uh, but... As far as where you think the story will go, like how how many more issues have you you think you already have a story for? Um, have you even thought about that or not really? You're just kind of focused here or like, look, what we have today will produce six and then we'll see where it goes after that. Does that make sense? Uh, it does. I, I've drafted out enough um, actual scripts yeah. for about three issues um, based on that. Each story is about six to 12 pages. So nice. I've um, I've drafted out uh, about enough for maybe I guess maybe three issues. Yep. Um, and then we've done I, we have three of these side quests, which is what's in the uh, the ash can that we're making the little what yeah. we call the GIO PSAs. <laughs> so we have three of those ready to go as well that are already scripted out. Nice. Um, so I mean we could hypothetically we could easily go three issues without having to draw draw up any without having to script out anything else. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, the whole idea was to kind of, even though we know the ending, we've already planned out like, okay, this is how it ends. This yeah. is the major story beats at the very end. It's written in such a way, uh, I, I use the Conan stories as an example, yeah. where you can fill out as much as you want. So if it took off and we're like, okay, we're going to do 100 issues, we could. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if we're like, okay, I think this has gone long enough, let's hit the finale. You know, yeah. we can do 20 if we wanted to. Um but there's so much world there that we've already built that we could continue to tell stories in it for as long as we wanted. Yes. Um, because as I've said before, we kind of already missed the point where I guess the story would be like, okay, we've gone too far. You know, this, she, she's not going to save her daughter because by the time we joined Caribdis, she's already an, you know, an, an older adult. Yeah. So a lot of people would have given up already, but Caribdis is not ready to stop telling that story yet. Caribdis continues to fight, continues to go after the necromage, our villain. Yeah. All bro got, you know, uses his gross necromancer powers to make the world all disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's the whole idea is we, we kind of wrote it open-ended, but with the end kind of hanging on a hook for whenever we're ready. Nice, nice. Very good. Now, as far as the Kickstarter goes, um, it's a 30-day Kickstarter. Is that correct? Um, I think we set it for, it's, uh, I think like 30, 
four days because okay. I wanted to go a little bit longer. They say to do 28, but I wanted to give a couple of extra days sure. just because, you know, people get paid at different times. Maybe yeah, absolutely. this is kind of short. So I know yeah. it's always a gamble. You never really know. Um, but I felt like 34 felt pretty good because you go for a whole month and then you've got a couple days and someone's like, oh, I don't get paid until the beginning of the next month or whatever. So yeah. I That's wanted smart. to try and as, as uh, fan-centric as I could. Like the whole idea of this was yeah. just to put comics into hands, to make yeah. comics that were cheap, that were cool, yeah. that were fun, you know, that were tight stories and really tight artwork and um, just stuff that you could, you know, you could sit down if, you, you know, you're – Okay, I got ten minutes. You can sit down and read a story. Like you right. can, you can feel like you watched an episode of a TV show or whatever. So, <laughs> the whole I love it. it. And how many days do we have left on the Kickstarter? Twenty question mark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Still quite a bit of time for people to jump on, though. A lot of time left. Yeah, so we've got we've still got a couple of weeks left, um, and we we've got so many cool extras planned. Like if all yeah. we have to do. It's hit goal and everybody, even the digital backers, get um, this loot trove of 16 curated indie comics from all of my friends, a bunch of really cool, oh, cool. people uh, across the indie verse. There's yeah. actually two eight full length novels in there as well. Wow. Um, <laughs> also, a little copy of Sassone. If you haven't read Sassone, I put Sassone in there as well. <laughs> uh, um, and that's just for hitting goal. That normally yeah. people would make that a stretch goal, but we're so. Yeah focused on giving back to people who give to us that we just want to keep things That's rolling awesome. i mean it's within a few hundred dollars of that we've got other things yeah. we have uh there's a super cool song it was written by Stephen todd from we have issues podcast yeah and we, there's an mp3 download that we're giving for free <laughs> i mean it's just cool. it's got thing after thing after thing set up only a few a few hundred dollars between because yeah. all we want to do is give you cool stuff yeah just yeah, for free for sure. We have there's a, a we're going to do a foil card, and that's not oh, a stretch wow. goal. If yeah. we fund, you get a cool foil card with I your pledge. No extras, no add-ons, no nothing. You get a cool training card just for going as. I think it's we still have five dollar tiers left. Yeah. So you put in five bucks, you get a comic. If we fund, you get sixteen more digital ones, and you get a cool <laughs> trading card, and you get all the cool stuff that comes with it as we keep rolling. That's amazing. That's incredible. Wow. Oh, I'm I'm sold, Lee. You got me, man. I'm sold, man. I love it. Um, how about like covers? Um, so I've seen what you uh, have done so far. Is there something you could share about covers, or are you keeping that kind of close to the the belt until uh, we get toward the end? Like, do you have some cool covers? Are you going to do a couple variants, or? Well, we have uh, we have three covers right now. Okay. And um, we have the base cover, which is Shiro's amazing VHS cover. Yeah, I love um, that one. That's so cool. That's a perfect example of yeah. what Shiro was just talking about, yeah. where there's a thing that hasn't been that maybe Shiro hasn't done before. And <laughs> I was like, hey, can you do a VHS cover. And Shiro said, Well, I haven't. Send me some stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you saw the the amazing cover we got out of that. Yeah. A lot of pieces would be a variant, but that's the base cover. The that's cool, so cool is the base cover yeah um, yeah yeah and, and Shiro incredibly hooked us up with mike ruth from uh dc and uh you know idw and stuff like that who's done covers for books like ninja turtles gargoyles yeah. swamp thing i mean Shiro and mike are, are good friends and uh, and because of Shiro, i've become friends with mike as well so That's i awesome sure enough for that yeah um <laughs> and then our third cover is uh, by an artist called orange zeppelin and it's uh done all in um traditional art style it's like kind of like a watercolor 
uh-huh. we're doing that as a, as a virgin cover. So there's not even going to have the logo or anything because I didn't want to cover any of it up. It was just yeah. so perfect. So those are the three. I tried not to go, you know, I can get a little ham with those variants. So I tried again. Some of them are pretty cool, though, Lee. Some of them are pretty cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> I do love variants. And the way I see it, I'm putting money into the pocket of artists that I really appreciate and admire. Um, but from, from a, a FOMO standpoint, like we, from the beginning, we said we wanted to keep it tight. Yeah, we didn't want sure. people to, had to spend a whole lot of money to get all the stuff. Yeah. I hate people like they're missing out, even though that's like the biggest marketing tactic of Kickstarter is don't miss out. Yeah. But, uh, we kind of built our marketing on, Hey, please give us some money so we can give you all this cool stuff. Yeah. We don't want out. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I like that as a consumer. I appreciate that Lee. That's awesome. That's so cool. And I can't wait until I've seen the pictures of the VH one. Um, you know, the writer, David Boer. I don't think I'm familiar. No. Yeah, he did. He has a comic um, that he created called specs and then Canto. I don't know if you've ever read Canto. Um, I don't think he's so. the creator of Canto. Well, he came out with two VHS covers um, not too long ago. And I thought they were so cool. And when I saw your VH cover, that's, it reminded me of that right away. And I'm like, it's such an amazing idea. And especially when we started the interview talking about the 80s, um, it'd be interesting to see what percent of your backers have no idea what a VHS tape is. <laughs> it'd be a, I mean, that would be a good thing, right? That means you got some younger readers, but uh, uh, that'd be pretty funny to see if there's anybody like, what the heck is a VHS tape? I know my girls, uh, all my kids have no idea. My <laughs> oldest does, but my youngest doesn't have no idea. Another option would be to make a, a goosebump cover. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just slime around it. <laughs> I know <laughs> that would work. They wouldn't know what that is for sure. Uh, but I love it. I, I love uh, like the business plan around it. And I do. I think three covers is plenty personally. Um, but I do enjoy the covers uh, that um, have been done in the past. Uh, so um, yeah, that's awesome. What else am I missing, uh, Shiro and Lee? What else uh, about the book um, that maybe we haven't touched on um, yet? Uh, well, okay. I was, I was just about to hand it over to you. So, Shiro, do you have anything else? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's I, I I could talk for days. I could literally oh, go. On this this the story is uh, it's so much fun. Um, we really just kind of wanted to tell a, a good story and yeah. something that's something that's concise. And um, one of the things I've appreciated the most uh-huh. is that thing about Shiro filling my blind spots on stuff. Yeah, because I've gone and looked up uh, a bunch of stuff because uh, Shiro has mentioned it before. Um, Shiro has a lot of uh, there's a lot of styles in the artwork because Shiro yeah. is so uh, so able to switch around. Like there is, I feel like what we have now draws from like uh, I mean manga. It draws from like the Asterix comics, which I I grew up on, and apparently. Shiro is a massive fan of. Uh, <laughs> I have the entire current collection right here. Wow, really? The They're all down <laughs> Let me there. see. Listen. Oh wow! <laughs> I love right it. Behind the. Uh... Yeah. I'm gonna move some stuff around. You guys are gonna <laughs> enjoy my Ninja Turtle pants. Oh, I love it. I love it. Can't go wrong with Ninja Turtle pants. There we go. I had my office ones on. I'm a big fan of the office. So, how long are you, Cable? What's that? There we go. Oh wow! That whole bottom row. That's so cool. Really old beige. Those are. I would say you're a fan. I would definitely say you're a fan, Shiro. So, man, that's awesome. That versatility that you're talking about, Lee. That's incredible. 
there, right. there's so many different things because like just in the in the few pages we've done yeah you can you can really see like where we draw from different things and yeah. uh it's been really cool to kind of let shiro just do whatever shiro wants to do like i i come out with some words and then i say just you design the stuff yeah um because from the beginning, from the very first time we started to work on it, I said, I want this to be a book that you enjoy working on. I want this to be something that feel, feels fulfilling to you and something that you can draw that doesn't feel like work. And yeah. hopefully we're accomplishing that. Uh, it definitely shows in the pages that she was putting everything into every single page. I mean, it's gorgeous. Like just like the the shading work and the, the smallest details. And, and also... A few Easter eggs because Shiro loves Easter eggs. So, <laughs> Huge oh, that's fun. Eggs. I blame Archie for that. Yeah, uh, specifically um, Sam Schwartz. Uh huh. Yeah. The, the artist that uh, developed the the character of Jughead, he would yeah. love to put Easter eggs and little gags in the background of all his Jughead uh, comics. Yeah, and, uh, I tried to do that too. There, I love there's it. Like this, like references and gags and stuff like that there's a little teeny tiny reference <laughs> on the cover on the vhs cover for Charybdis. really i'll have to uh, relook at that really closely now now that you said that's gonna drive me crazy i love that where's waddle feel when uh when there's easter eggs if you want a teeny tiny hint it's on yes. one of the stickers okay thank so you that's I all i'm gonna it. say all right so you could expect something on uh x later I'm like i think i found it is this it <laughs> Like to give you an idea how deep cut we are about this or how deep cut Shiro is about it, <clears throat> there's a, a subtle reference uh, in the one page we've released uh -huh. uh, that's in the Kickstarter to the Super Mario Brothers movie with Bob Hoskins. <laughs> the tiny little reference in there that if you if you notice it, you'll notice it. But yeah. like I mean, we love like and I, I love anachronistic stuff too. So like it's it's really cool. It's really neat. And like she actually had to point that out to me and sent me a side by side picture. And I was like, oh, I see what you did there. I see what's <laughs> <so> <laughs> oh, I love it. She doesn't break out in song and sing peaches, does she? In the comic. <laughs> I mean, not not in this. <laughs> I mean, if you guys fund us enough, we'll do whatever. We'll figure yeah. something out. <laughs> It's a stretch goal now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll add two more pages of a song uh, if we hit a stretch goal. Yeah, I love it. Well, that's Shoot, so if exciting. Find housing pages. Yeah. yeah just... Oh, hey, I love it. Wallet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool, man. Well, I, I can't wait for it. I mean, it looks absolutely spectacular so far. Um, and if anybody's listening to this and they haven't seen it, you got to follow Lee. You got to follow Shira. She wrote on, um, sorry, we were talking about He-Man. I said She-Ra. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to follow Shiro and Lee on X. That way you get all the different uh, visuals because it's going to be badass. I mean, I can't wait for it. Super excited about it. And uh, wow, I can't thank you uh, both enough for coming on and uh, allowing uh, me to ask you questions about it. Um, but our goal is to fund, fund, fund. And uh, I think we have some work over the next 20 something days and you could count me in as sharing it as much as possible. You know, I'll do anything uh, to help get this baby funded. Not that I have all the power in the world, but you know, I'll share it as much as possible. And if you both want to come on um, in a couple of weeks and do this all over again, we could do it again, but uh, whatever it takes to get it funded, because I would love to have this in my hands. And I think people who maybe haven't made their decision yet, Trust me when I say you're going to want this in your hands. It's going to be amazing. 
Let's be real. You all just want me to sing Peaches now. That's I, I do. I, I do. It it's out there. <laughs> I want to see you at a piano belting out Peaches. That would be amazing. There are very few embarrassing things I would not do to fund this book. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's more on the simple side, probably, right? Compared to yeah. other things you could be asked to do. Yeah. No, I love it. I, I can't wait for it to fund. And I, I really don't think you're going to have an issue funding. Um, I, I think this is going to be one of those comic books that people are excited about. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to. That's the thing with Kickstarter. It's like there's a boost at the beginning, and then there's a big lull in the middle that stresses Lee out, and then there's another boom at the end, usually. So there is. There's a boom at the end, and I I think so. That's the thing, right? If you do a short one, a shorter Kickstarter, you have the extreme, ridiculous amount of stress of trying to fund in a short amount of days. So that's not smart to do, right? So then you do, Mm -hmm. like you said, they say 28 days, or you do 34 days. You get that like boom at the beginning of those people are like, yeah, I'm going to back them no matter what. And then you have a bunch of other people that are like, oh, that looks really cool, but I got 30 days, so I'll come back to it. And then you just hope that they actually remember to come back to it. And that's why you have to promote it so often just to remind people that, hey, you got six more days to make your decision, right? Um, So yeah, I, I don't think there's a way to get out of the stress of doing a Kickstarter. I think stress is just they should have that kind of on a warning label. Like if you do a Kickstarter, just realize there is a certain amount of stress that will increase in your life for 30 days and just get that out there in the front of the world and let you know before you jump on this. But I mean, I don't think this is your first rodeo, either of you doing a Kickstarter, you know, the the process. So, um, but I, I don't, I, I can't foresee any issues. Um, knock on wood. We still want to do our due diligence and make sure that people know about it, but yeah, this is going to be amazing. I can't wait to have it in my hands, like I said. And um, I certainly am glad that uh, the VHS version is the the, the, the first, main. yeah, the mm-hmm. main uh, cover, because that's incredible. I could put that with my collection of VHS uh, covers, which will now be three. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and we really appreciate you having us on as well, because oh, it's, yeah. I'm so good at telling everyone else how cool everyone else is. I know. But I'm so bad at being like, Hey, I'm doing something yeah. so it's to have other people to kind of help us boost the signal because it's really easy to brag on all the people that I think are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's really easy for me to brag on Shiro. So it's good that Shiro is involved in this. So I can say, yeah, look, it's amazing. And I wrote some words. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate shows like yours allowing us to come on and allowing us to boost that signal. No, a hundred percent Lee. And, um, I've told you before, I, I look up to you. I think you are a really amazing writer. Um, and then Shiro, I'm so glad to have met you. And I am hope that we could have you on several times uh, over the next uh, few years. And um, But anything you need from me, um, both of you, you know I'm here for it. Um, we'll definitely push it out as much as possible. But I have a tremendous amount of respect for you both. Um, and if there's, like I said, if, if there's anything that I could do on your behalf, please let me know. Uh, but to anybody who's listening to this, um, Please go over to Kickstarter. Do it now. Don't make them stress out. Just go in there and hit it fun. If you know you're going to do it, just do it. Because you don't have to pay until it funds anyways, right? So you might as well just put your name in there to take some relief off of uh, these great folks. Um, because it is really stressful. And uh, But yeah, uh, I'm in all the way. And uh, let's get this bad boy funded so I can get my comic. Yeah, and and also the sooner we fund, the sooner we start to get roll, start rolling out those yeah. extras. We've got so Absolutely. much cool stuff. 
Shiro, Shiro designed a, a card, like a rental card, like a blockbuster card, <laughs> the video store that rents the, the videotape that's on the cover. We've got, it's like all these little like circles yeah. and circles. And I mean, we've got up to and including additional pages of comic, which is really the big thing we want to do. Yeah. I'd love to be able to add some more pages to the book because it's a, it's on the shorter end as far as the comics, as kind of far as like the, the actual panel pages go. Yeah. Uh, we did fill it out with some extra stuff and some things like that. But I'd love to be able to give deliver a bigger comic just in general. Yeah. Um, but we've got many prints. We've got all kinds of stuff. We've got the the rental card, the music. I mean, and it's there's what's crazy is this is this story just started within the last year. Yeah. And we're already getting fan art. I have enough <laughs> fan that people have given me the green light to use that I could just keep giving you guys trading cards. I could just keep giving many prints. Yeah. Uh, there's that we could do which i feel like we've got such a good concept we yeah. just gotta find people so if you show up and you start putting some money down we can start just delivering you all kinds of cool stuff for free yeah. i love it i love it i love it and you, you at least on sison some of the stuff that you came up with as freebies was pretty awesome so i would expect nothing less than to have all these other awesome freebies with uh this comic as well you do a really good job of that lee and then shiro sounds like you came with some pretty cool ideas too i love the blockbuster card idea um especially when you have a cover that's a vhs tape um and again if you're under 25 years old we could explain what blockbuster and a blockbuster card was on, on another podcast but there are documentaries and yeah go to yeah. there's a good documentary on blockbuster yeah one of the cool things we're doing is uh we're actually dabbling in add-ons a little bit more than i usually do okay um i've never put a cameo in a comic before like i'm not a bible cameo yeah. so we actually have uh, the head on a pipe cameo where you can be like a I did like a head on a pike like in, during a barbarian raid. Um, so, I love it. That is good. Um, and then obviously we mentioned we have Mike's original artwork as an add-on. Yeah. Uh, we have original art cards that Shiro designed that'll be original art that, that Shiro has done oh, as wow. add-ons. Um, and we also have um, a couple different prints planned as well and things like that. And there's there's what we're calling the mystery cameo that is tailored completely to whoever takes it. Oh, wow. take, we're going to ask you some questions and you're going to know it's you in the book because it's going to look like you <laughs> and it's going to have things that you love yeah. about this kind of genre that yeah. referenced you. And we will talk about you specifically in the book. Oh, that's um, so cool. <laughs> it's really cool. I don't want to spoil it. I know that yeah. it's a gamble to say mystery cameo. Yeah. yeah. But we, can't, we have a the really cool ending plan for this that I haven't spoken with about with uh, anyone really other than Shiro. Yeah. So ending includes that mystery cameo wow. that is tailored to whoever takes it. And that's like, that's a one of one. No one else is going to have it. Immortalize yourself in issue one of Barbarian <laughs> Queen Christmas. But we're it. also, anyone who buys this particular, this Founders Edition, uh-huh. uh, you'll be in every subsequent issue in the credits. Oh, so wow. it's not like, forget your name in this issue, pay again to be in next issue. It's we, we're calling it Eternal Warriors. So you become an Eternal Warrior by <laughs> pledging when this first issue happen, and you're etched in stone, buddy. You're going yeah, to awesome. every single time we make a comic. That is so cool. It's such a great idea, too. Oh man, that's awesome. That is so cool. That is so cool. Well, that's awesome. I mean, Shiro, as far as those sketch cards, um, are were those sketch cards? like uh, the cards that were used for the art for the trading cards or are those sketch cards, 
the art from like a panel? Are you just reproducing something like that? Well, I was thinking, I was not really thinking like reproducing because I'm really not that big a fan of redrawing the same thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the same image because redrawing the same character, like no problem, like yeah. 10, 20, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But it would be more like uh, different poses, uh, okay. different events, stuff like that. That's awesome. That's exciting. Well, well Shira I has can... experience. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Shira has oh, experience no. doing a promotional card, like licensed promotional cards. Oh, wow. So that's what well, these are. Um, this is like where you would open up uh, a pack and there would be a, a chase card in there that's original art from an artist. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shira's done that before. And I was like, that's that <laughs> that so, so yeah. cool. And Shiro designed the card and everything. It says like Charybdis on it. Like it's not just a blank card. Like it is, yeah. it's branded and everything for our comic. So it's not, you're that not going to get it anywhere else. That is so cool, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, very good. I mean, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate both of you coming on. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, again, if we want to do this again in a couple of weeks, just let me know. Anytime, to be honest, you want to come on, let me know. But I, I'm really excited about this. Um, please, if you're hearing this, um, go to Kickstarter. Um, just look up, was it Caribus? That's all they have to look up? Uh, Caribus, yeah. yeah. Barbarian Queen Caribus, yeah. There you go. So just or look up write that. it down in the description later because yeah. it's a little hard to spell. It's got a Y in it. and uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if they put Barbarian Queen, it'll pop up probably in Kickstarter. Yeah. And it's pretty good, yeah. But I would There's definitely do that, Shiro. What's that? Only, I looked it up. There's only two things that start Barbarian Queen. Us <laughs> and one of the things. <laughs> Very good, yeah. I could have saved awesome. us some trouble and just called her Barbarian Queen. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, that would take away from all your hard work of coming up with that name, uh, Shira. I think that's pretty cool and very unique, too, um, to this comic. Um, so that's pretty awesome. But, yeah, just look it up. But I'll put everything um, below um, to make it super easy for anybody to go there. And then when we share this on TikTok and Instagram and all those other, I'll make sure that the link is on everything. But uh, man, I'm so happy for you. I know, I know this is going to fun because uh, of who you guys are. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to have it in my hand, but in the meantime, we'll still do the work to make sure. Definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you too. I really appreciate you and uh, we'll talk very soon. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Oh, of course. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>